July 9th, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. Boy, I hope did I get the beginning of the show right this week, you guys. I hope you do. Oh, I feel like I'm very loud on my mic. Okay, no, it's fine. I think we're good. No, I think it's fine. I think you good. Yeah. I think I'm good. I was just very excited and got really close, so my waves were really high and everything. Your waves were high. My, the waves, the waves, the sound waves. Well, that's the way to do it, I think. You want the okay. highest waves possible. Okay. I hope you can <laughs> hear me, Dan. Don't encourage him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, despite what people have heard so far, this is a weekly video game podcast where Pixels Weekly, we come out on, what is it, Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Wednesdays now. On audio, and of course you can watch us streaming, Sundays, 6 p.m. slash 9 p.m. Eastern. Does everybody feel rested? I'm feeling good. I think I need that vacation. How about you guys? Indeed, that July 4th vacation, indeed. We were off last week. It was good. Except this weekend totally messed up for me. On Saturday, I thought it was Friday. I woke up at 8, and I thought I was running late for work. And, like, I had gotten some text messages from Curtis, and I was answering them, and I'm, like, in a panic because I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get ready. I got to go to work. And then I realized I was texting someone at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I was like, (laughs) I am so sorry. I'm going back to bed now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Great. Awesome. I finally got to play more video games this week, finally. Just the the whole homework, the work on the home, work on the house is is mm. dying down slowly but surely. So I'm able to get some time for myself and uh, and get into my cave and play some play some games because there are some games to play, you know. There are some there are some game ass games to play for sure these days. I've had some times with the new uh, Doomfist, which we'll talk about. I've had some time to jump back and pray. Uh, I unfortunately forgot, I completely forgot about the summer sales, the Steam summer sales. Um, so that means you didn't get anything? But I don't, I don't feel that bad. I really, really felt bad just for one game for Dishonored 2 that I really wanted to jump in. Mm. But I have so much games to catch up on. I, I'm sure if I wait a little bit, it will go back to this price at some point. Yeah, they'll Uh, figure it out. even if it's like a physical copy or a used copy, I'll be able to find it for $20, which was the price after discount. So I don't feel terrible, but well, it's true. Good. There were some games like Ori. I wanted, you talked. To, you got me into it last week and the, in the last episode, and I didn't have a chance to actually order it. So it's a bummer. But, you know, at the same time, I can't play it all. And, and summer is full of outdoor entertainments, too. Like I see all weekends filling up really quickly, so... I'm going to be oh, grilling well. after this, man. I'm going to be grilling like a villain. <laughs> oh, you are? There I think go. so, yeah. I got a little, I got go. a little pathetic little grill outside. <laughs> pathetic grill. Got to get that Please. beach bod. Got to get what you gonna, it. What you going to grill? What you going to grill? I'm thinking I've got some zucchini and some salmon, and then I might make myself a little freaka. You ever heard of freaka? What is that? Freaka. I have eaten it. What is this? Freaka. <laughs> <laughs> scaring me scaring me um do you guys want to do some news let's go yes sandy kick us off news. uh a few weeks ago i was reading a story about an event that was for gaming ladies only and the game finally it was um king the makers of candy crush saga were hosting an event in spain and it was meant for developers, but only women and people who identified as women. The internet caught on, and a bunch of trolls went and we ham can't have nice things and shut the event down. King was concerned for the safety of their employees and of the women who would be attending this. Yeah. So they decided not to do it. The thing is, one of the guys was like, hey, let's pretend we're trans and then let's get it shut down from the inside out. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it was really, like, weird. I have mixed feelings about, like, events dedicated to one specific group. Yeah. Because it yeah. invites this kind of stuff. But then the other side of it, like I have a lot of friends who manage communities, do things like this. And they're like, this is why we need 
women only or this is why we need safe spaces in gaming because of the trolls. So my question to you guys is how do you feel about events targeted to one specific audience that are exclusive to just women or just minorities and that kind of thing? Do you think that helps the cause or that actually damages it? Because I'm I didn't know about this event. I didn't know about those articles. I honestly didn't know we had women only video game events, which, you know, meant for me, like from if I heard about it the first time without this whole drama around it, I would have been like, yeah fucking great i mean you know any kind of event about video game i'm pretty excited about um so i you know for me like my first reaction would have been yeah sure i mean do it i hope it's successful i hope you get i hope you get the because technically if you're doing a women only you're cutting not i I don't even want to say half because there's potentially i want to say more men gamers than women so you're you're cutting yourself from a certain audience and 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 if you're willing to take the you know if you're willing to take the risk and you think that the demographic will still be good for your event and you still think that your event will fill up and and you'll have fun i don't i don't have anything against it yannick you say that but we climb to 14 million listeners with only women we have all women 14 million <laughs> listeners it's incredible it's incredible <laughs> it's incredible every night is ladies night on pixels weekly yeah yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every night is ladies night uh this is a hard situation sandy you know uh i always tend towards the side of battling in my head whether or not the answer to permeating the what I, what I and many others have referred to as the bubble problem where people are getting their own news and they're insular to their own community. Therefore, they are often unchallenged in terms of their ideas um, is a difficult thing to wrestle with, period. That being said, especially in what have been traditionally male-dominated communities, which if you're depending on your country is every single activity uh you need a place to go and feel i don't i know i know we call them safe spaces but it's not always a safety issue to me like it's almost a it's almost like an unspoken or like a guarantee it's a silent pact that gets made right of if i'm going to an exclusively women event that isn't uh, if I'm a woman and I'm going to an exclusively women event that isn't for necessarily finding a partner, then I do not really expect to get hit on. Right. Right. Uh, I don't expect for to be able to to wear an outfit that I want to wear and have somebody comment on it in a lewd way or try and grab at something that they're not supposed to grab and i'm not saying that all men do that because that's certainly not the case but just like i think i've heard male friends of mine and maybe even myself at times going i just need i just need some time with the guys you know (laughs) guy time this is just like that people need their time with their people i think um also i mean the 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 sad part for me is that it's um and we see a lot of those events in new york city in the tech industry where they do a lot of like um to promote diversity and and all that we and even our company hosts a lot of women only not just developer conference but women only networking events uh and this one this event introduced himself as that um i read the article it's women only developers conference it was not even targeted to be just gamers just like your blizzcon or your e3 you know what i mean it was supposed to be women in the gaming industry and and a networking event around that um and what i don't like also but the people that were proposing to troll they were also jeopardy jeopardizing another society another um community which is the transgender community because the guy was saying the idea that the guy had he's i'm quoting him the idea i have consists of dressing up as a chick and saying we're transgender and you can't just be you know dress up and 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 you know and that's also shows for me like a little bit triggers me and shows a little bit of disrespect towards the transgender community because it's not just by dressing up as a chick that you become a transgender there's a transgender gender they're dressing up just as however they want you know yeah. they don't have to dress up as women to be transgender it could be the other way around um so 
it just everything is very wrong about the initiative of trolling it's not even done well you know it could be something it could be something a little bit more subtle and this one just looks very greasy and nasty and just you know just reminds you of the grossest you know video game players or people that you've seen online and i play overwatch and a lot of time it's uh, it's most bad. of the time, it's 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 most of the time it's thirty percent of my game. There's a woman in in it, and I'm super happy to see that happen. I'm super I'm super happy that this game is like including so many people because I don't I've never seen a shooter before in the past where yeah. I I I meet I matchmake with so many of them randomly. Of course, I can choose, and I've been in the past on Destiny. I've chosen to you know play with friends that are also women, but randomly matchmaking on Overwatch with women is something that. You know, it has never happened that frequently in the past for me. And uh, and sometimes I see very cool behaviors. Sometimes I just see people trolling. Sometimes I just see people trolling them being like, oh, you know, mercy main, whatever, you know. And that's okay. That just mm-hmm. stays in the boundary of the video game. But this is just like, this is just way out of line. And and it and it sucks that this event got canceled because he makes the troller wins and win. And, and I, I, I would have harshly harshly voted for the event to be maintained because what else could they do i mean you know you give that to the security you 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 find out what are who are those people and you try to mitigate that and if you have an event you try to get some some security um some security team around this around this event and you still maintain it i think it it it, for me it, it felt like it's important to maintain those kind of events even though the troll will always be here comes up to like another story uh from vidcon with boogie and anita sarkeesian mm-hmm. and also anita sarkeesian versus like some guy named sargon mm-hmm. um i'm not really into like the whole youtube spec uh world but anita sarkeesian and a group of women had a women in youtube panel and the first three rows were filled up by sargon's fans Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the intention was purely intimidation, mm-hmm. but it triggered Anita to the point where she got verbally aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then she was doing a panel with Boogie about cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. And Boogie said something about like how we should embrace people and love them and kind of treat everyone the way we want them to. Whereas Mm. Anita was saying we should get just as aggressive with the bullies as they've gotten aggressive with us. Mm. And then towards the end, she kind of like said, Hey, that's not cool. You did that. You kind of like threw me under the bus there and they had a conversation and they squashed it. But then having those like safe spaces I feel prevents having those kind of conversations. Boogie was able to understand Anita's point of view. I don't know if Anita actually understood Boogie's point of view of it, but then you have something with what happened with Anita versus Sargon where his whole thing was like, I'm here to intimidate and put you in a position where you're going to break, you're going to mess up, and then maybe VidCon should have been, this is a women's only thing and only women should appear at this event. But then my issue with that is that it isolates allies. So for me, going to this event is targeted to women. However, we want those who would be our allies to be there as well. Mm -hmm. So my fiancé is my ally. If uh, Mm -hmm. someone were to get really aggressive with me for anything, Mm -hmm. I'm 100% sure he'll be there to back me up. Even if I'm wrong. Not actually, just kidding. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, but it's kind of like, it's a weird rock and a hard place kind of thing. Because even though it's it's kind of needed, it shouldn't be a thing if we want it to be a really inclusive space for game developers, the gaming community, and just something just that whole this whole world of ours should be inclusive. Yeah, definitely, and it should, and it, and they should be the first one showing a like, showing the like sending an example kind of thing. Um, right. Because a lot of people, those YouTubers, sometimes under underestimate the impact they have on the young kids and everything. They're they are the new TV, and they have they have a huge responsibility. Um, but yeah, I followed a little bit on that story. I don't know if you want to expand on Boogie and. I forgot her name, Anita, but it seemed like everything fell 
into place everything got fixed they talked post event they talk with you know inter message and youtube videos um so it feels like everything is okay um but yeah, yeah i think like boogie and arnita squashed their whole thing but that's kind of just um it's just a very weird place that we're in and not a place that i thought we'd be we would still be in in uh 2017 yeah but it's interesting yeah well you know sometimes man change is slow but inevitable exactly exactly Um, Ryan hit us up something more joyful okay here's the thing I think you guys can hear this on stream I hope you can but I think I've done something I think I've hooked up properly my phone to the receiver. Ooh. And that means, let's see if this. Lim- yes. So now you hear this music. I hear the music. And most importantly, the audience. Tears are fierce. Here's the music, yeah. Welcome to your life. So the problem is that when you have your music on, Ryan, we can't hear you. That's fine. That's that's what I'm hoping for. So what I'm going to do is, every <laughs> once in a while, I am going to use this to play random songs. Guys, give me a shout-out. Give me a song. This is all technically making it YouTube illegal, by the way, this whole video. Can I have, can I have the Rocket Man? Okay, Rocket oh, Man. Elton John. No problemo. I'm no so problemo. glad I, I'm so glad I had it in my playlist. That's right. It's definitely not... Loading right now. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I will just play games for a very long time and I'll need this this song to boost me up. Especially when I play Rocket League. Alright, so now that we have this amazing new technology. Fancy. I your, I think we should point? do something with it. So if you what have exactly point? yeah, if you have an idea <laughs> for the show, go to pixelsweekly.com slash write and tell us what we should do now that we can play audio from an external device. Maybe it's a soundboard, maybe it's a karaoke night. Yeah. That we every all time, have to do. <laughs> every time we should do something about like every time that triggers it. Every time Sandy talks about Dota, we should have a song that really covers it up, covers her you yeah. know, talking about it, it. It should be We Are the Champions by Queen. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got it. So until until somebody gives uh until somebody gives me a distinct use uh for oh, we'll, this, we'll figure I, it out. Sandy I, and I will figure something out for next week. Cool. Okay. So uh my real first piece of news, I've been playing the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Insane. Insane. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so the, the whole boxes? point of this is uh, it's Crash 1, 2, and 3 remastered. I don't know. Have you seen anything about it? Are you, have, do either of you have it? I've I, seen it. I don't have it. Yeah, okay. I thought about it. I, 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 same thing for the summer sales. I was just like, I'm going to play it for sure later. And uh, I've caught up on some streams, and uh, it feels good to see it back. I was like, oh, yes, that level again. And, you know, oh, this boss again. Yeah. Um, so I'll definitely want to jump in. So essentially, the whole thing is one, two, and three complete rebuild, but they rebuilt it in a way that to me looks like how i felt like crash bandicoot looked when i was a little kid mm-hmm. comma but doesn't play quite like how i remember crash bandicoot playing it's a fair deal harder um and a lot of people are attributing this to uh, the fact that instead of using sort of box collision objects which are obviously like a cube in 3d spa- space they're using cylinders so when you kind of get near the edge of a thing your feet slip off of it a little bit towards the front or back depending on which side you're favoring and 
it's making me miss a ton of my jumps. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Crash Bandicoot is a jump game. So when I cannot play the game reliably in a way, like Jessica was playing it and she was having the hardest time. And I actually got it for her because she loves Crash Bandicoot. And I was like, give me that controller. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you how it's done. And sure enough, I start walking and I'm like, I, this is so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> and not because Crash was super, super hard, although it was harder probably than it should have been in some places. But there's something about both the physics of the jump and the way that he sort of has momentum or doesn't have momentum that make this thing feel like a, a different weird thing and i don't know if i like it i think you do okay it's, i think you it's love always it been, it's always <laughs> right, been next door yeah. <laughs> it's always been no it's always been with the old games remaster it's always been like was it that hard before it's always been it's always been that i've always found people being jumped back into it. it's like this thing is just way harder than i thought it would be and i in the past i just the learning curve was way harsher than games that get released today. Um, yeah, I think games now are easier than games that we had when we were growing up. Oh yeah. Did you guys read this article? This is not on my. This is not on any of our news for the week, but it's about the how the new Mario has no game overs in it. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the new Mario has what? No what? No game overs. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, the new Mario has no game overs. So. They put, uh, apologies if you've already seen or read this tweet, but I had to, had to share. Uh, so they have on one side of this image a headline that says, Nintendo says there are no game overs ever in Super Mario Odyssey, ever in all caps. Oh my God. And then to the right, there's an image that says, Mario throws his hat onto a man. Dave. Instantly, Mario knows everything that defines Dave. Mario does Dave's job, does does Dave's work. Mario gets a promotion. Mario goes on a blind date with the sister of Dave's co-worker. Soon he <laughs> marries her. They adopt a dog, buy a house, and then have children. Decades pass. He shares years of wedded bliss with his wife. His children grow up. They have children of their own. Finally, at the end of it all, Mario is on his deathbed. My son, he calls to Dave Jr. I have lived a long and fulfilling life. And now I am ready to move on. I did my best to give you your mother, your brother, and sisters everything you needed. There is only one more thing I have to give to you. No, Dad. Save your strength. All I want is more time with you, Dave Jr. says through his tears. It's all right, my boy. I don't have much time left anyway. Please, before I go, take my hat. I want you to have it. But Dad, Dave Jr. says, you've never taken off your hat. Are you sure? Yes, son. Take it, and I promise me you'll wear it. I will, Dad. I promise. I'll put it on right now. Dave Jr. puts on the hat, and by the time he puts it on himself, Dave has passed away without a sound. But Dave Jr. does not realize it. Mario stretches his new limbs and smiles with his new mouth. There are no, oh, no more game overs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is That's a nightmare. That's like a crazy horror movie. <laughs> some wizardry. Also, I would watch this horror movie. Yeah, me too. Mario just jumping into people's bodies like a weird Twin Peaks episode. Uh, uh, you, the user is at Paul Polcorn, P-O-L underscore C-O-R-N um, is the originator of this tweet. Go favorite it and like it, and God retweet it because it is so weird. <laughs> All right, I'm basically done talking for the episode. Who's next? You're Danzo. Uh, I have um, some some great news again for charity this weekend, or rather this whole entire past week. And uh, it was also a week when I really discovered what uh, speedrun, how big of the speedrun community was. And uh, this year, more than uh, the year before, the Games Done Quick event um, raised a lot of money, more than ever. Uh, the Games Done Quick uh, event is pretty much a week-long event where um, speedruns of very, very different games um, are streamed on Twitch. 
24-7. And um, obviously, some speed runs are just 20 minutes long. Some others are two, hour, or two hours long. But it's always mm-hmm. uh, done with a very, very um, educational way. Um, of course, there's competition. But a lot of it is just to help also promote the speedrun community and uh and for the people that love speedrunning presenting their game as well uh and as they go through the speedrun they also explain uh what they're doing and how to do it so it's just a very inclusive speedrun stream that I've never really paid attention to in the past I mean I've always heard about this event but it's it, it really caught my attention every time it was on and it was a game that I liked I always jumped on, jumped in um, and this year they raised over the course of a week they raised last year they raised 1.3 million dollars this year they managed to raise 1.7 million dollars yeah and it's great. Uh, and this is it's a really really awesome achievement and uh I mean, I don't know. I I I can post that. I'm posting the 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 link on the on our on our uh, live stream right now on Twitch, but you can check it out. And and it pretty much sums up all the speed runs that were happening. The runner and their Twitch channel as well, and uh, the YouTube link or the Twitch link to their uh, to their speed run. And uh, I mean, the ones that really caught my attention were the super hot speed run. That was awesome because. Super hot is just a, the most badass shooter ever. And on top of that, when it's done in a speed run, uh, it's really impressive. Uh, you had the Half-Life and Half-Life 2, Diablo 2 speed run. Titanfall 2 speed run was also very fun. I caught up on a little bit of the Dark Souls 3 speed run that, was, mm. that I was very curious about. Because when a game takes you 100 hours to finish it, you want to know how a guy is managing to finish it in an hour and 27 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get good. Like piss, That's how it pisses, it pisses <laughs> you off when. Yeah, it pisses you off when the guy is just able to like pretty much one shot, um, one shot one of the bosses that just give you like make you die three hundred times. Um, and I still have to catch up on the end of the stream because this is where the toughest boss are happening. And and oh man, like when the guy was just shredding the dancer of the Boreal Valley, I was like, wait, like. It looks really easy when they do it, obviously. Yeah. Um, they had obviously a lot of like the Kirby games, uh, the Mario games, obviously. Uh, Doom 2016 was also a badass speedrun. It was really cool. Oh, I bet. Uh, How fast did he beat it? Probably a couple no, hours. No, but he's just, and he was also like Doom with all the secrets. Uh, and oh, so the 100% run. Um, one, well, all, I don't know if it's 100%, but it's all secrets and obviously all bosses um, to finish the game. But it's he it, it did it in one hour and 18 minutes, 35 oh, seconds. Oh, my God. That's so good. And it just... It just <laughs> he must have just been leaping just like, from thing to thing. And then, oh, yeah. But aren't there, there are points in that game where they get you off until you kill all the enemies. I know that for sure. Yeah, so there are some mechanisms that are really dumb. So, for example, if you pass a room that is supposed to lock you in, if you're fast enough to go to the into to the door, the door is not closing fast enough, so you can just pass this door, this room, and move on. Um, if you miss that, uh, if you're not fast enough, obviously you got to go through this room. But it, it was a lot of like glitching through the map and jumping yeah. on invisible invisible walls. And I was just gonna um, say, so my favorite thing with uh, SGDQ. And and winter, GDQ, <laughs> WGDQ, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is sitting in and watching these streams and watching the people break the game and explain to you how yep. the game is broken. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, right? Because we think of the scourge of day one DLC, but really what that's doing is creating a generation of games that are way less broken um but obviously some like doom it's really cool to find out that doom is is busted in that way (laughs) because it's brand new right and it showed me another aspect of dark souls 3 on that aspect um at some point the so because the speed run of dark souls 3 was done with the the bosses all bosses but including the bosses of the first dlc Uh so that's like two extra bosses but since they released the the first dlc if you go through the game fast enough, which is obviously what a speedrunner will do, at some point after uh, Yorm the Giant, the the game he was like he was just explaining us like all right, so any second right now, 
um, just because probably the game doesn't deload content properly and still has to load um, stuff for me to play and for me to progress and doesn't deload fast enough, my game is just going to crash anytime soon. So he was playing on PC and at some point you see the window pop up, uh, Dark Souls 3 stop running. And I was like, all right, there you go. I told you, you just got to restart the game and start from the from the next uh, from the next checkpoint. But those oh are glitches God. that those are glitches that you don't see playing your game chill. And obviously, the, even the QA engineers cannot go through the game fast enough. And those kind of glitches, those kind of bugs are pretty much undetectable for QA yeah. teams that are you know doing some heavy testing uh, over there at um, from software. And, uh, and and it was just super fun. And it's one of those things where you see a game, it's like, well, it's just a game. It's just like a bunch of pixels in front yeah. of you and just giving you an illusion. Um, but yeah, it was just like a lot of great... I'm going through the list, see if I forgot anything. I even didn't catch up on the Halo first Halo uh, speedrun that I want to catch up on. Metroid Prime as well. Um, and Earthbound. Where and like the four hours and 47 minutes. Definitely. And it's just like, you want to do this, 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 and get rid of this... I'm just like I can't I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, and and, and for those of you and for those of you who are interested into speedrunning but you're like oh, I'm not that good, uh, just know that around pretty much every game um well the speedrunning community is just like very well equipped. I mean, you can go on reddit.com/r/speedrun. Uh, that's where I'm pulling out my my uh my list of games from the from the GDQ event right now. But they have that for each game. They have a Discord, so you know you can pretty much share knowledge how to go through the speed run. And I think the guy that was going through the super hot uh, speed run basically started doing speed running, looking at last year's games done quick. So you know the guy was was not even doing speed run a year ago, and he was there at the next one, uh, playing super hot and trying to finish it. I think what he did, what's his time on super hot? Um, I had it in a minute ago. Super hot in twenty minutes. Okay, so for people that know the game and know how long it takes to go minutes. through it, twenty minutes. That's all insane. of them, and it was not even like you know, no death. Like obviously, sometimes the game is so hard, the guy had to die. Um, but but yeah, it was it was just super fun, and sometimes it was even a a race between two very good, very famous content creators. And uh, and yeah, a lot of money was uh, was thrown at the screen for a good cause, obviously. For Doctors Without Borders. Exactly. Yeah. Les, les médecins sans frontières. Oh. They say that in French. Super fancy. <laughs> the, lo the logo had it in French too, which was fun to me. But cool. What's next? What's next? That's the best thing. Community coming together to do something positive. Yeah. I don't like. Oh, it's my turn. Um, speaking of positive things, Pokemon Go has been around for a whole year. Yeah. What? Happy, happy birthday, I guess. We're yeah. all aging at an accelerated rate. My face is melting and my <laughs> life is ending. Wait. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure out of the three of us, I'm the only one that's still catching Pokemon. Yes, I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it really slowly, but I'm still doing it. So how many Pokemon do you have right now? 196. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, some of them are, are duplicates. I haven't really like leveled up because I'll stop playing for a few weeks and then I'll start playing again. I want... The anniversary Pikachu has um, a little hat, like a trainer's hat. Oh, well, mm -hmm. there you go. That's so need to get him. Perfect. I have Pikachu go. with a Santa hat, a Pikachu with a birthday hat. Granted, I've, 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 I would have really kept on playing with Pokemon Go if I had, if I caught one of those rare Pokemons in Central Park. But every time I want to go in Central Park, I, I missed on the opportunity. But uh, I, I ended up never going and I ended up always I think I'm still regretting it a little bit because I would have made new friends over there I'm sure and now I, I would just look like a nerd if I'm like I'm here for Pokemon Go just get out the way just get out the park now I see people like doing that because now they have like the raid system for Pokemon Go I haven't really done that that they changed the gyms I'm not really sure how that works mm -hmm. It's, but they uh, changed the gyms, and you can get, like, rare eggs and, like, rare things that you can only get from beating the boss. Oh. Um, yeah, at, least, at least for us, there's a little incentive on walking around the city and doing your little scavenger hunt. But for you, Ryan, it's like, 
let's jump in a car once again and you know hit the road jack and then you can pretty much do everything from your car oh really oh maybe there are some in the park i don't know there are some in the parks yeah Mm. yeah and also i don't want to play that game but do you want to have another game of this kind like a augmented reality do you, no. you guys would you guys be into something <laughs> no. similar like what if it was the Yu-Gi-Oh go you 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 go you go no i think yokai watch has a better um no opportunity. everyone stop we're not gonna make any more of these we promise ourselves <laughs> oh no come on but vr was great i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> The Pokemon Go VR is just about to come out. God damn it. It probably is going to be the future of mobile games. Yeah. But please no. Just please. <sighs> come please no. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, I want to tell you a quick thing about Splatoon. There's a lot of stuff to say, but I'm going to go through it real fast. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Right, and you just can't hide it. Splatoon 2 is the first game on the Nintendo Switch that I think Yannick would like. Okay. Yes. Competitive a little bit. Yep. Competitive. Yes. Social. Teamwork. Teamwork. Land support. What? What competitive game has land support? Gear grinding. Splatoon 2. I know that's Yannick's favorite. Got that I hope gear. my phone... Yeah, I hope my phone battery will be uh, <laughs> charged up enough if I want to communicate with people, because that's what I need to use, apparently. Yes. Uh, so there was a Splatoon 2 Direct since we were away. Um, it was basically an overview of a bunch of things. The fact that uh, all the same modes are back, Turf 4, Turf 4 ranked, all that sort of stuff. Um, there's a lot more gear, a lot new of new stuff and uh, all weapons modes, all that sort of stuff. So it, when I first saw Splatoon 2, I went, mm, it doesn't really look like a 2 to me. It looks like they did Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I think as they have sold this game over the past X amount of time, it is clear to me that this is a sequel worthy of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, you need an app to play online. Yes, that sucks. Yes, you need to connect a headset to... One, potentially two things at a time. Getting to chat and hear audio over a headset is just a difficult proposition, period. So that all sucks, and boo Nintendo for those things. But it's got local wireless. Land support. <laughs> okay, it's got local wireless, which Sandy loves. Um, I mean, think about, think about how often you're playing, and then all of a sudden your internet gets laggy, and then you're, you lose because of something stupid. It's yes. frustrating. Land support fixes that. You can play with people and not get so angry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there are lobbies and stuff inside that chat app. It automatically, this is something that I really wish. I There's no way they can do it, but Discord being able to let me just in real time have the people that I'm on a team with in a gr group and then to split off when that's not happening. Essentially, two tiers of grouping. Nintendo's handling that on the app. Um, they're also doing things like showing you detailed stats from your last 50 battles, um, Pretty cool. and like the people that you were playing against and what their gear was and all that stuff. So some good, good item data comparison sort of stuff. And then, uh, an interesting thing to tell you how much ink you've, you've put down in comparison to the size of real places. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like it. And like this one of their examples was the Pyramid of Giza, which is you have just much ink to cover the Pyramid of Giza. So I gotta imagine, uh, knowing Nintendo, that Statue of Liberty and Eiffel Tower will probably both make it. Um, and that will be a nice, nice thing. Um, I want to see when uh, I want to see when Sandy cover the moon. Uh, co covers the moon with her paint. I don't. Want, I know I'll it's gonna it. happen. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm most excited for the, the Salmon Run, which is like the horde mode yeah. that they have. That looks super and good. And July 21st is when this comes out. It's got three amiibos. It was also interesting in the Direct seeing Nintendo focus in on what I would consider to be like expert slash more hardcore player settings. So, for example, you can set controller sensitivity for TV mode. 
and controller sensitivity for tablet mode, and it'll switch between those two things, which is important because one, you might be on your pro controller, and the other, you're kind of holding a screen, so you don't want to necessarily jostle it around in a similar amount or whatever. Um, they're doing things like letting you take your uh, name and gear and controller settings for both modes and suck them up onto an amiibo, and then when you're playing on someone else's console, kind of tap in uh, with your profile like you're uh, taking the subway <laughs> or something. And uh, the Miiverse is weirdly uh, involved. You can make drawings in the main plaza, and those will get shared. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Marios with penises, like always. <laughs> Because why not? Uh, and finally, not? they're, they're going to be doing content updates for a year. Um, so that's weapon stages, uh, special attacks, and gear, and two years of Splatfest, which are sort of timed events. Think of them a la a, a Blizzard season, if you will. Yeah, I like this. I mean, I really like the first game. The only bummer was I couldn't really play with anybody else. Uh, yeah, which is kind of frustrating. You but know, now I'll, it seems I'll, that you kind of can. I'll, so I'll give it. I'll give it some credit, even though it's really hard for me to do so. But I'll give it some credit and try to see catch up on the um, online, catch up on some stream of uh, competitive events. Then one of the first whatever event will come out. I'm sure Sandy would let me know. But I want to at least give a chance and and stay curious as into how esports would look, as to how a broadcasted competitive games could look like. Just like Rocket League. I mean, at Rocket League, I didn't see it coming, and it was just super fun to watch. Yeah, I think this is something that's got, like, the potential of being an, an eSports game, kind of like Melee and Smash 4, uh, but just being so much more fun, because I just like the characters in this game. It's just so much fun. Uh, I'll, I'll get a Switch, another one, because Arya has one, and oh, okay. then we, we <laughs> okay. get Curtis, I was like, I thought you had we'll get one. the game, and then I'll trek to brooklyn even though i don't want to but i'll do it i'll trek to brooklyn just to convince him to play i hate brooklyn (laughs) but i'll do it that's why sandy earned her nickname the opposite of jay-z well jay-z's full shit but that's for another day all my jokes are going so well tonight all right (laughs) <laughs> got feelings <laughs> i got other great jokes are you guys ready for some uppercuts hit me hit me hit me are you guys ready for some face punch me in the face, me in the face and make me fall on spikes <laughs> what? so you guys i'm going to talk a little bit about overwatch because we got some great great piece of content coming out uh, the 25th the 25th hero was uh added to the ptr which is the public trust region and the and hero's name is terry cruz he came out the he's a black man and he's a, a hollywood actor and hey, i'm not just realizing right now uh, just kidding no it's not that okay uh, go ahead uh-huh, fans a, uh, it's probably you don't make the game after, it's probably the first time after lucio that the character looks really like the um, the voice actor behind him uh doom, doom fist was uh released to the ptr and it was a long-awaited hero uh everybody was pretty much expecting doomfist to come out a few months ago when it's actually orissa that was announced um and doomfist is provides a, a whole new level of of fun it's pretty much if if genji was your thing but was just too much work or whatever you can just punch people in and out, uppercut, slam, do some con- crazy melee combos with Doomfist, and uh, and and it will pay off. Um, so, Doomfist is, I think, the sixth or seventh offensive hero of the game. I would, I want to say sixth. Um, I personally thought that Doomfist, when it comes out, because of its size and the way it's kind of like portrayed, uh, was about to be a next tank. Um, but apparently, we're getting another offensive heroes. And uh, Doomfist is a lot of punching. Doomfist has just one ranged weapon, which is four bullets that come out of his left-hand knuckles um, that that will recharge. Uh, I think it's like one bullet per two or three seconds. I'm not exactly sure about the timing, but you only have a few bullets to stay um, long range or mid-range. So your, your strength is really jumping on people's throat 
and um and pretty much just like genji being able to flank and and your abilities are as much as you way to push in they're also your way to evade and and escape fights so you pretty much jump in fist okay. around slam and then leave um the honestly the best ability from this hero for me the one that provides the most fun and the, and adds a lot of variety into the game is meteor strike where you pretty much become doomfist goes into the air and you have this huge target that you start controlling and you navigate through the map and wherever you lock on doomfist will come down and fist on the floor and damage heavily everybody in this every, everybody in this in this circle sounds and cool. um i've personally downloaded the ptr for that i played a couple games i played some custom games that were like doomfist is a boss on one team and you have six people try to fight him so the doomfist has like um no cooldown on these abilities and have buffed health and uh it was is just it, super I fun too isn't he squishy his health is only 200 He's 250, but he has a passive ability that whenever you use you use one of your abilities, if you do damage with it, it will build a shield. So from 250 HP, you can go up to 400 HP. So you, if Doomfist is on a streak, if Doomfist is punching and doing some work, he needs a lot of people to kill him. Um, but where Doomfist can be countered is right before he gets to you. If you if you manage to keep in long range, if you manage to keep in medium range, and uh, that's where snipers will have to have a lot of anticipation on his move and try to kill him long range before he gets to them. Um, I think he he's counterable. Uh, people are still learning him, but I feel like he's one of the first hero that they released um post game release just like if i had to compare him with sombra or anna even though anna is is bay anna is my main um i think that doomfist is probably the fun the the most fun and the most uh i want to say the the most reliable as it comes out for competitive uh he provides new he provides definitely a new strategy he, he will open up lanes and and will redefine a little bit strategies at least on the high level competitive i'm sure So this goes into like what I want to talk about in also Overwatch about the balance of the game. And be- people have been complaining on the official Overwatch forums mm-hmm. that the the meta is getting stale. We need something new. Uh, Blizzard, come on, do something. And the thing that Jeff Kaplan says as the game director is that the game is balanced. And not that any one character is going to significantly break the game. Mm-hmm. And it's up to the community to get more creative with the way they play characters and with the way they do things. So this is something that, like, I don't look to professional players to see how I should play the game. I have a lot of fun playing Sombra in Arcade and Mayhem. Because yep. yep. I think when I'm on fire with her, I'm on fire. And I'm super annoying. And then the entire team starts targeting me. Yep. Because they're like, she's being too aggressive, too annoying. Oh, yeah. And that should translate into competitive. It's just that people aren't willing to get creative in how they play things. And this is also where yeah. I'm going to start talking about Dota because you can't have too many heroes because you're going to have to ban heroes. We see that in Dota. We see that in League of Legends. We see that in Heroes of the Storm. In competitive matches, you ban a hero and then you have to f- pick another hero that you're going to play with. And if you're playing the same compositions all the time, then they, it gets boring. It's not as much fun. And I have to kind of, like, after reading this post that Jeff Kaplan posted, I have to agree with him. It's like sometimes the community does need to get a little bit more creative with how they play the game. And I think casual players who want to get professional need to stop focusing so much on what the meta is and what the pros are doing because that's what's not fun yeah it's the it's the top five percent and to be honest i'm watching streams of top 500 players you see all heroes being played i mean the only thing like you said is like being creative and um and jeff kaplan said that in another interview he's kind of like not agreeing at all with any comparison with Automumas for one simple reason is that one core aspect of of the Overwatch game is that during one single game or even one single round, you can change heroes as much as you want. 
And that's actually part of your, if you have versatility in your, in your team, usually it makes you win. Okay, if a comp doesn't, doesn't work, part of your work as a team is to say, okay, this doesn't work, doesn't mean we're all bad and the team is better. We, can, we are going to try to counter and switch a few things up. And, uh, and I always find myself winning with, with teams that are just smart and just quickly reactive and, and teams that can really change the game, like switch it up by, my, by rotating and, and, and switching to two heroes out of six. Some of, most of the time, that's all you need. Um, and, uh, and, and Jeff Kaplan has said that. And I think part of the and it released a lot of stress on, on Blizzard on trying to make the game balanced. Well, if, if you're round, if your game is not balanced, Try to switch to another hero that will make it more balanced. Or maybe Hanzo is not doing work. That's mostly the case. Um, and try to switch to some other hero that may be more suiting for the team. Yeah, I don't know. I think people just need to learn how to play other characters. And get... The maps are huge. Uh, I was playing Route 66 the other day. And there was this whole Route section I didn't 66. know you could get to. <laughs> and i was like oh my goodness i didn't know i could be here uh what I th and that i've been playing this game for a year and the fact that i didn't know that portion of the map existed meant that i could do something a lot more creative in terms of like annoying the hell out of the other team yeah and my personal play style is to be obnoxious get in get in someone's face which is why i like playing I like playing Diva. I like playing Sombra. I like getting in there and having the team kind of focus on what I'm doing that's disruptive. But then I need the rest of my team to realize, oh, she's being annoying. She's separating them. Let's pick them off one by one. And for the sake, like, fairs in the sky, shoot her out of the sky. Like, I can't keep diving to her. Just, just point up. Point the gun up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and sometimes the funniest thing is that you see the most criticizing about a hero. You'll find people that are the most criticizing about him are usually people that are not playing the game enough or that don't have the that do not have the experience or do not have the level because you will rarely see uh, people of a higher level complaining about a hero because they will always find a way to counter him or they will find a situation when they will work and right. situation when they will not work. Uh, so it's all a matter of perspective. And like you said, Sandy, I mean, for me, whenever I jump into my games, I'm just, I'm just taking a step back and looking at the shitty rank that I'm in. And I'm like, anybody can play whatever they want at this point. Because if you're really good at the, at the hero you're picking, no matter what hero it is, no matter if it's offense or defense, I'll let you give it a shot. And I'll just warn you. I'll be like, if it doesn't work, can you switch to that? Um, or I can do solo heal. If you're a good Symmetra, I can do solo heal. And But can you just switch? If we lose the first point, I would like you to switch to a second healer. Uh, and I always do that. I never really ask someone to switch to another hero. And um, and most of the time, it pays off. Right. Right, right, right. Ryan is like out of this conversation. Ryan no, just wants I'm, to, I'm Ryan yeah, just I think wants, Ryan wants to play May on offense, right? And I do. Offense. And I want to play May on offense. <laughs> I lost the second I gave up and started to try and heal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say on it other than it's great the game's getting another character. I can't. I, I always told you guys I love that period of time before everybody's got it all figured out. And yes, you know, exactly. whether or not you do have people practicing against him in the PTR, you know, his stats will be tweaked before his release anyway. So, um, what it means to play against a Doomfist is, I I think we as gamers should take more time in these moments to instead of over analyze and necessarily be critical of it. Like, they're not charging you for this hero. Like, this is free stuff that you're getting, uh, and it takes collectively thousands of man hours to create it. So, yeah, just be happy. Cool stuff for Overwatch. The other thing too is just have fun with the game. It's not you're not going to be a professional, just because the top three, top one percent of these professional players play in a specific way doesn't mean you yes. need to play that way either. You just get creative with what you do. You can have a lot of fun when you're just 
doing something unexpected. And I think that's what's most disruptive to the meta is by doing something you didn't think you could do. Yeah. Just do it. Be good at your character and unexpected. Sandy has the best words. (laughs) All right. I mean... Do we have anything else? I do, but I know you said you had something for the end of the show. It's what I see in the notes. So it's we'll the Patriots to... owner is buying a team in Overwatch League. No, that's not it. Uh, but that's also true, though. That is true. And now <laughs> I'm officially ready to say Overwatch might be a bit legitimate. It might be <laughs> a bit legitimate. We'll All right. What else do you guys have? I have just a small piece of news, and, and I want to share it with everybody. Uh, on Wednesday, we managed, we, it was a collective work, we managed to get me a BlizzCon ticket, so you'll, have, right. your whole, you'll, have, you'll, have, you'll have your whole Pixels Weekly crew and friends uh, going to BlizzCon. So if you're listening to the show, and I don't know if anybody wants to meet us... <laughs> but, but we'll be there the they two don't. full days and, and embrace the event and we hope we got our business cards printing as we speak mm-hmm. yes, yes, so yes. we hope to give some so away fancy. and we hope to bring some more <laughs> Blizzard fans in our in our lovely audience and our lovely Discord but yeah I'm super pumped because I, I was very sad and this opener was my chance and I think moving my best decision this year was probably to move into a place that has Verizon Fios and that got me to be in the in the queue pretty early after <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. You were like I'm, I, I'm in guys and I was I'm I just in. kept saying I'm in line <laughs> from the yeah, side that was of, a I'm great in line thing. from the side of the I was the like highway. I'm in too. Who else eats tickets? <laughs> it was a whole panic scene and it was I mean everybody was excited and I managed to get a, a ticket for me and for a friend of Curtis uh, or, or Tyler, Curtis's rather. Friends? No, friend of, of, it was Curtis's friend. Curtis's friend? Yeah. yeah. Uh, t- uh, Rahul, who is uh, going to join us as well. So, Rahul, you I'm better also... listen to this episode and share it with your friends. And I want you guys also to go on Discord or go on Twitter and just please tweet at Ryan Quintal or Quintal Designs, what? depending, and just ask him to go to Disney after this. <laughs> oh, man. Just, just spam the shit out of him. No. Just, he's going to... Get the old no, no, I don't want it. Low. Anyway, uh, it'll be fun without you anyway. And that's it for me. Guess what? And that's pretty good. That's 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 pretty good so far. Guess what? Hmm? What? You can get every episode of Pixels Weekly for free over at <laughs> pixelsweekly.com. And you know what, guys? We haven't talked about this in a while. We haven't brought it up to the listeners, but we are 67 episodes into this thing, and still the best thing you can do to help us spread the word and get found is go mm-hmm. over to iTunes and leave us a review. That would be super helpful. We're at 8. Let's try and get to 10. You want to do 10? And then maybe yes. one day we search we search for the Dirty Dozen. We try and get to 12 or something. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Yeah, it's still a small community, but you know we see the downloads coming in higher and higher every month. So there's new people coming in. We haven't invited you to come and give us a review yet, so please do. Um, and, of course, uh, you can write into the show at pixelsweekly.com slash write, which is kind of crazy because we haven't read anything on the air in a while, but maybe we should do that at some point, too. Oh, you've received some more new mails? 5,000 messages have been waiting. Okay, so you have to filter through that? I know. <laughs> once, yeah, once, so. I get, once I get through yeah. the spam bots. All right. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I want to play this as we leave the show. We usually play the show off, um, and I figured I would just do this now. This is essentially um, a song from the score Pikmin with a certain other song laid into it. And so, before we go, until next time. Adios. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week. Somebody once told me the world is going to me. I ain't the sharpest tool Bye, everybody. in the shed. <laughs> She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb and the shape of an L on her I know you guys know the words, but don't pretend like you don't. Well, the years start coming and they don't start coming. Fed to the rules and 
Stop. 